Hello once again, everybody. I am the Common Sense American, and as you probably already have noticed, the border crisis is once again in full effect as Title 42 has ended. I do not want to get into that because it's the major topic that everybody is talking about. There's really nothing I can add. I have done multiple shows about illegal immigration, about the border crisis, why it exists. Uh, I am in full uh, favor of shutting the entire border down for 10 years if not longer, in order to sort out what we have going on here. I've used the analogy before, you you turn the water off before you fix a leaky faucet. Um, and we just can't continue to deal with this while we have millions of illegal individuals running around the country basically doing whatever they want. Um, we know these people are immune. We know a stunningly high percentage of illegal individuals who come to this country have criminal records. We know that a stunningly high percentage get all kinds of assistance. That's why they're coming. We all know that's why they're coming. There is a very large difference between people who come here legally and illegally. There are people who want to come here and they just want to work in a safe environment. That's really all they want to do. I swear, that's them. Except they come here legally. The people who come here illegally just want to mooch off the entire country and get away, you know, maybe they want to get away from problems at home, but a lot of those problems are probably caused by themselves to begin with. This is the issue. I don't want to get into this. I've said this a bunch of times. What I would rather talk about today, and I think we've, um, I, I this sort of feeds into my previous points about us being at a, a crossroads in America, as everybody well knows. Um, the fact that a national divorce is happening, whether we like it or not, whether it's official or has a name or whatever, it's it's happening. You're starting to see people just get away from each other because there are no common interests, there's no common ground, there's no fundamental uh, agreement on what a country or a civilization should be. Um, and I thought I would use today uh, a, a great example of where we are in terms of the hypocrisy of insanity of the left and just how badly, I mean, that that ideology is so infectious and so damaging and so toxic, it can turn people into violent, intolerant, hateful revolutionaries, and they actually believe that they're the exact opposite of that. Um, and like I said, this, there's a great example that popped up on, uh, on the Daily Wire uh, just uh, yesterday, the day before. Uh, it's about a, a, a cafe in, in Canada that had to shut down after one year business. Uh, they implemented a pay-what-you-can plan, and big surprise, uh, that did not work. Um, it, it, Anti-capitalist, it's communist crap. It's called the anarchist, the coffee shop was called. Um, but, you know, that's not surprising. That, that, that the idea of... Uh, pay what you can or anything like that, or socialist communists in the face of, you know, bad capitalism, it never works because that's not how business functions. Um, so this was never going to work. And it's no surprise also that the owner flipped out when, you know, the business went down and of course blamed everybody but himself and um, anybody, it blamed everybody but the actual problem, which is the basis of the business itself. Uh, but even more interestingly, uh, is the uh, the comments themselves and just what it reveals about these sorts of people. Uh, the person in question, I'll just leave his name out of it. You can look it up on Daily Wire. It's out there anyway. But um, he said that basically he called capitalism a, a, a bad thing. It's, it's an evil thing. We're going to fight back against that. And 
he said it was basically, you know, F the rich, F the police, F the state, F the colonial death camp we call Canada, right? Now, first of all, you are supposed to be a professional and a business entrepreneur. So let me just throw out there right now that you should not be sending public statements out with just F-bombs everywhere as if you're a child, but these people never mature anyway, and they actually think that that's how you live in civilized society. Uh, we'll just put that out there to start. Um, now, his pricing scheme uh, was supposed to make coffee more affordable and said that he hates how everything in coffee is so inaccessible to working class people and inhospitable to everyone but the white upper middle class. Now, right there already, you have an indication of somebody who is so far removed from reality and has bought so into the racist propaganda of um, basically all white people are privileged and anybody who's not isn't, as if this is 1922, um, that you, you just your eyes glaze over and just stop reading and you wonder how somebody can be this far gone. None of that is accurate. Nothing about coffee or even specialty coffee is inaccessible to working class people or to or inhospitable to anyone who's not white upper middle class. That's all crap. That's a lie. We see that in every single coffee shop you walk into. Yes, there are some that are going to be more expensive than others. And there are some that are going to be less expensive. And in all of them, there are going to be people of all kinds and colors and ethnicities and religions and all of that. But we're going to ignore that. And pretend, again, that there are no strides that have been taken in a hundred years and continue to play the race card. On top of that, the owner apologizes for being a white cisgender man by also noting that he is queer. Apparently you can be cisgender and queer. I didn't even know that. And vowing to hire people outside of his particular intersection of privileges. So he says the best thing he can do is to hire people who aren't white cisgender heterosexual men make them equal owners and follow their lead in making the place less white male centered than the industry standard uh this is one of the reasons why i kind of want somebody to create a town or village somewhere that's right out of i don't know atlas shrugged or something like the, the like the secret society they created and just get the hell away from this because it's so infuriating to see people like this that actually exist in the world because they hate you and are against you for absolutely no other reason than they're told to. And they get it through their head that despite being exactly what, you know, he says he's white cisgender, which, by the way, just means normal in terms of heterosexual, right? I, again, I don't know how he can be cisgender and queer. I'm sure they can explain, although it's amazing to me what they actually can't explain. Um, anyway... You, you have somebody like this and you wonder how this happens. Well, take a look at what this person's education would have been like, what their upbringing might be like, um, and notice that in order to, we're just going to virtue signal over the place and make sure that everybody knows she's also queer because that's obviously a positive thing and that being white and cisgender uh, or heterosexual is evil and that he will be discriminating against anybody who is white, cisgender, and male in order to win this hiring process. Now, that's completely illegal. Now, I don't know how it works in Canada. They're so screwed up in Canada. They don't have a constitution. They've gone down the, the, the rabbit hole. I don't want to talk about them. But if it was here, or and in most places, that's illegal. You can't do that. If you reversed it, or, or not reverse it, just put anything else in there. Put any other race, put any other uh, sexual preference, put any other gender in there. Any of them. 
say I'm not going to hire black gay people, females. You, you can't do that. You'll be lynched. You'll, you'll, you'll be in the New York Times the next day. You'll be enemy, public enemy, number one. But you absolutely can and be applauded for saying, I'm not going to hire any white cisgender heterosexual men. All of that has nothing to do with equality. That's discrimination. That's racism. That's sexism. That's a lot of isms, just in one sentence. There And... Not on top of, of course, they're going to, every employee is not going to be an employee. They're going to be equal owners because, of course, everybody's qualified to be an owner in a business, regardless of experience and in, in life and education. So we're, we're going to ignore all that too. Um, we're going to try and make that work, you know, because that, that makes a lot of logical sense. Um, but this is what they're doing. This, this is what they believe. Um, on, and then, of course, the, the F the police thing. Um, you know, and we're just we're, we're we're against all that. We're we're against anything that has any foundation in civilization and society. Anything, all of it, the bedrock of society for I don't know a thousand years. We're just gonna we're gonna hate it all. We don't want authority. We don't want laws. We don't want experience. We don't want to drive people to be disciplined and capable. We're not gonna do any of that. We're gonna discriminate against all the people that we don't like because we were taught taught not to like them, and we're going to continue to discriminate against them and pretend that this has something to do with equality. Um, the article also points out that the anarchist wasn't the first small business founded, you know, explicitly on leftist principles. Obviously it's not. They gave the example of uh, Mina's World or Mina's World coffee shop in Philly. Uh, known for LGBTQ brand identity, which was uh, cl closed down last year after employees revolted against the owners and demanded they redistribute the company and its resources, which if you allow this to happen, it's going to happen. Um, so they, they, they claimed that subjected workers to uh, exploitation, anti-blackness, and here's my favorite, ableism. Ableism, I didn't know what that meant. It doesn't it doesn't compute for me. It doesn't compute for any person of logic. It doesn't compute for anybody, if you really think about it. Ableism is essentially punishing people for being capable, for being, for, for a meritocracy, essentially, which they don't believe in. You know, don't, don't reward people for being driven, for being smart, for being capable, for being intelligent, for, for having a work ethic. No, no, no. We can't be uh, favoring those people in the workplace, we should just give everybody, I, I guess, equal promotions, turn them all presidents. I don't know. I guess that's the plan. Anything they can do to not ever grow, to not ever have any sense of discipline or ethics themselves, and get everything. That's really all this amounts to. This entire manifesto of this disgusting so-called business, which of course it is, it's gone now for good reason, is founded on the principles, not only of completely proven, failed uh, tenets of you know, socialism, communism, and anti-capitalism, but also founded completely on hate, on, on discrimination, on, on intolerance, and they're presenting it as exactly the opposite. Uh, my parents, who have owned a business, retail business, for over 35 years, um, they will come to my mother, they still work, they, they could have been retired, but they still like to work, and it, it, it's, the, it's, it's, in the, it's in the industry that they like, and I don't want to get into that right now, but um, they would people will come to them, distributors will come to them, 
and tell, talk to my mother specifically, avoiding my father, and say, and, and say you know, this new, this new line of products is woman-owned. Better yet, black woman-owned. And, you know, or something like that. Or just say, it has like woman-owned on the thing. And my mother will go, I want no part of that. Why do you think that will appeal to me? Because I'm a woman? It's called sexism. You're promoting sexism for absolutely no reason. There are no laws in effect that puts women at a disadvantage. In fact, there are only laws in effect that actually give women and minorities a slight advantage at this point. There are no laws, nothing. On top of which, the unwritten law is that you absolutely must hire these people and you must give them a leg up. Ask people in the loaning business for banks. Ask people in adoption agencies. Ask people who are just in the hiring field at all. There absolutely is a quota. There absolutely is a... a, a uh, a mandate that you cannot hire so many of white males and that if you hi if you fire anybody, the labor board will invariably go after you for, they'll go, go to the labor board and say, oh, they fired me because I was black. They fired me because I was gay. And of course, you're all screwed. You're going to have to pay their own employment until they get a job. You're never going to win that. Um, and the only people who can be fired really at this point are white males without having any, they have no recourse. They can't claim racism. They can't claim discrimination for sexual preferences. They're straight. But that's exactly what's happening. That's precisely what's happening. The only people who have an advantage and get a leg up in this world are people who are not white cisgender males. That's the reality of the situation. Look at every law that we have. Look at every how all business operates right now. Look at entertainment where you cannot turn around without seeing somebody who's so-called oppressed. I love that these people are underrepresented when they are everywhere. When 90% of every commercial I see as a black person and 15% of this country's population is black. The only way that can happen is through racism. That's the only way. It's impossible otherwise unless you're telling me that the only people who are in entertainment now are black. Or that's the vast majority. That's what we're, that's what we're seeing. So if that's all the case then all of this is just designed to further that, further the, the process of intolerance, further the process of hate, further the division, because remember in this particular case that it is only white people who can be racist. It is only white people who are inherently racist. It is only white males who are on the absolute bottom of the, of the pecking order, the, the bottom rung of the ladder. White heterosexual males are at the bottom, and they're treating them as if they're still on the top. They're not. This society is, does not in any way favor them. Every single step you take in life from the moment you step foot in school does not favor them. In fact, puts them way behind everybody else on purpose because of all of this. All of this has become the standards that we are supposed to adhere to. That th This becomes law. There are laws in place that completely that are completely racist. Texas farmers have been were, have been rebelling against the Biden administration for years now for basically saying we're only going to give loans to black farmers. They were the screw it, no white farmers. What the hell? How is that not racist? We're only going to we're going to we're going to champion black entrepreneurs and we're going to give them the loans. Why? Because they have a better business model? Because they're more qualified? No, because they're black. That's racist. Just like it would be the opposite, with you know, a hundred years ago, not giving a black person a loan for a business uh, and giving the, the white person a loan just because they're white, just because they're black. That's also racism. They're just doing the exact same thing and calling it something else. It's a good thing that this 
idiotic cafe, this dangerous crap anarchist cafe died. It's a bad thing that this person's still walking around, should have been arrested a long time ago as far as I'm concerned. But again, this is Canada. It, look, I don't know what the hell's going on there. I don't even, I don't even care. Um, but if you're going to be spewing your hate and intolerance, your general stupidity in terms of how economics works, <laughs> it's amazing how dumb these people really are. They start these businesses, they don't want a business. They have no interest in a business. They want to make a statement. And apparently the statement is, I have no freaking clue what I'm doing, but I do know that all white cisgender male are evil, and I'm just going to fight against it, and I know capitalism is evil, so I'm not going to make any money, but I'm going to stick around. You know, this is, they actually believe this. They actually believe that everybody's going to walk out and, I don't know, what, give them more than, they, than, than the product is? No, especially with inflation being insane, they're going to give you a lot less than what that product is, a lot less than what you paid for it to put it out there, and you're going to go broke very, very quickly, as this idiot soon found, as all these idiots soon find. And saying black-owned, women-owned, uh, LGBTQ-owned uh, and operated, that, that, that's all discrimination. I don't want any part of that. I have no interest in that. Why are you even t telling me that? Who cares? Of course it is. Those are the people who get all the advantages right now. Why? Why am I impressed? Why? How is that impressive? You got every. You get every edge in the book. You got everybody on your side. You got the government on your side. You got the banks on your side. You got the media on your side. You got all of the of of um, Hollywood on your side. You got everybody on your side sending the exact same message you're sending. So how is it difficult for you to get anywhere? Explain that to me. The only ones who have find it difficult to get anywhere at this point are white cisgender males. This is just a fact of life right now. People who are living out there in the world will accept this and tell you this. People who are in the business of hiring and firing will tell you this. They'll tell you how much more dangerous it is to attempt to fire somebody who might be gay or who might be black or who might be LGBTQ, whatever. They will tell you how much more dangerous that is because they know they're going to the labor board and they know, you know, they're, they're being fired because they're useless and incompetent, but that doesn't matter. Whereas saying that you can fire a white heterosexual male and never worry about it. Who cares? Nothing, nothing they can do. I mean, unless you got, unless there's some other issue with the firing, but you certainly can't do it on grounds of discrimination of any kind because they've told everybody that white people cannot be discriminated against. They cannot, or they're not allowed to be offended by anything. They're the only ones who can cause offense. They're the only ones who can be racist. They're the only ones who can spread this kind of hate and intolerance when it's all they're seeing from the other side. Now, all I got to ask at, you know, at some point, you just you have to ask this. What There are moderate leftists out there. At least I think there are. There's still got to be a few left. You take a look at this and you look at how these people are operating and you look at this, this dysfunction that they're spreading and just how nasty and miserable these humans clearly are. And just how much they hate because they do hate. Obviously, you think they're allowed to hate people who are white cisgender males. They're not just discriminating. They hate them. You walk in there and you try and you make a show of saying, yes, this is me, I'm white. They'll probably throw coffee in your face. You do that with any other gender, any other race, any other ethnicity, any other sexual preference. You, you, again, you, you will be public enemy number one. This is all backwards. This is all intolerance. This is all just going back to racism on a mass scale. Going back to all the isms we're supposed to be getting away from, and I thought had gotten away from for a long time until the freaks took over and decided that they're going to hate everybody except that they 
they're told to hate. They're taught to hate them from school and on up. All white people bad, all, all straight men bad. Anything that happened in America before the year 2000 bad. So they have no, they have absolutely no comprehension of economics, no comprehension of history, no comprehension of any of these uh, very complicated issues such as uh, business and, and economics and how that's going to work. And they, they, don't, they don't care. You think they have a business model? They have nothing. They have, they have their own little hateful, hate-filled statement and that's what they've got. And they think they're going to spread it all over and splash it everywhere with their crap business and say to everybody, this is how it should work, when of course it doesn't work and they fail. And amazingly, they still think they made a statement. Your business failed, you're a joke, and you will continue to fail in life. But of course, while you continue to get the, your leg up from everybody, while you continue to get advantages from everybody with power, you're still going to be around, you're still going to be fine and dandy. All the rest of us have to continue to struggle while you get the benefits of being a privileged individual on this planet which is precisely what you are. In fact, all the people like you are privileged. And not this guy says, I like how he says he's white, cisgender, and also queer. Let me tell you something, Chief. The only reason that you put out the fact that you're queer is because you know that that's going to get you in good with the powers that be. The white, cisgender thing puts you down. If you didn't know that, you wouldn't have added the queer part. If you thought, if you really believed your own crap about how the white cisgender male gets all these benefits, how come your business failed? I don't understand. Shouldn't they be bailing you out because you got all the edges in society? I don't get it. You're white. You're a male. You're cisgender. Shouldn't they be favoring you because it's, it's, it's an unfair advantage those people have? How come they're not bailing you out? I don't, I don't get it. Oh, you're adding the queer part because that's how you get the power. Of course. See, we all know this, and apparently you do too. You're just trying to hide it. But throughout the entire world, not just America and Canada, but it's spreading like a virus, is this inverted form of ideology that parades around and pretends to spread tolerance and love when it does exactly the opposite. It spreads hate and intolerance. That's all it does. And... You may notice that the individuals behind this, they're always miserable. These people never smile. You, you take one look at them and it looks like they all, every picture of them looks like it's a mugshot. They, you know, the blue hairs and the pink hairs and the studs in the noses and we're just going to wander around in, in, our, in whatever we feel like. We could walk down the street naked because we're supposed to do that. You know, that's called freedom. We're making a statement. Uh... No, no, you're just animals and apes out of a jungle and you have nothing going on in your brain that does not involve warped dysfunction. That's, that's really all this is. It's sad that these people are even allowed to continue in society. It really is. If they really believed in true equality and true freedom, they'd get nothing. They'd get no advantages for being what or who they are or from, from where they are or what religion. That's what equality is. You get no benefits for that. Nothing. Apparently they think they should. I've yet to I, I've yet to come across somebody who's not gay or black or, or gay black people. They're all entitled beyond belief, as if they think the world owes them something. If you're a minority in this country or anywhere, you think the world owes you something. That's called racism. There are no laws in effect that are against you in any way. There are only laws in existence right now that give you a slight advantage. That's it. That's the truth of the matter. If you look up a list of scholarships available for colleges in this country, uh, there will be, I looked it up, it was last year, there was, uh, I believe there were 
35 or 40 for if you're Hispanic. Um, there were 65 if you're black. There were over 80 associated with anything related to LGBTQ. There were zero for specifically for white people, specifically for heterosexuals, specifically for white males, the, the, the zero. And the percentage of people in college, yeah, it's not a heavy assortment of, of white anymore. In fact, the majority of people in college in this country are now Asian. It's like 60% of their populace. Um, they have scholar, and these scholarships require, that's a requirement. You have to be, if you want to apply for one of those scholarships for black, you have to be African-American. If you want to be Puerto Rican or, or Hispanic, you have to be that. If you're LGBTQ, that's what you have to be. Obviously, there are other requirements to those, to those scholarships. But generally, the first requirement is that. That has to do with race or ethnicity or, or sexual preference. None, none of that should be. None of that should exist. All of that needs to go. Get it out. And by the way, that's the same principle that is happening right now in businesses. Raise your hands. If you're LGBTQ, we have to hire you. Can't you complain and run around and scream and say, hey, I didn't get the job because of, no, because you forget that you're incompetent and unqualified. We still have to give you the job. And after we give you the job, we're not allowed to fire you. That's really where this is going and kind of where it already is in many, in many respects. Bragging about how you're women-owned or black-owned or Puerto Rican-owned or Hispanic-owned or LGBTQ-owned, all of that is discrimination. You should be bragging. Basically, all that means is you are discriminating against certain people in your hiring processes. That's all it means. That is an ism. That is hate. That is intolerance. That is something we're supposed to be fighting back against. You are not under any extra stress for being a woman. No, you're not. There are no laws in place, as I said uh, many times. There are no guidelines. There's nothing even in like accepted society at this point. The, even any unwritten rules that don't favor you. If you're a minority or a woman or whatever, or LGBTQ, they all favor you. You have everybody on your side, government, media, education, all of it on your side. So I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't. I'm tired. We're all sick of it. Shut up. I don't, I, I get out of my face. I'm tired. Didn't, didn't used to care. Most people didn't used to care. We didn't care that you're like, go do your thing. Whatever. I, now that you've, trying to cram it down my throat now that you've made me an enemy for no reason other than the fact that I'm a different color than you and a different uh, sexual preference than you, different gender, I guess that must mean that I'm the enemy even though I've never done anything to you. But again, blood guilt apparently obviously has a thing here. Ask the people of Reparations in California who are the biggest racist, hateful idiots on the face of the earth, but it's a whole other thing. Anyway, um, so I just wanted to throw this out there. I know that a lot of you feel the same way. I had to get this off my chest because I saw that article it just makes you see red because and it's depressing and frustrating because you know you're painted into a corner here you know that these people have control and even though they continue to fail and they don't know anything and can't do anything and can't produce anything and are completely useless and only destructive for society only good for tearing down the foundation society they're the ones who get all the breaks that right there is what annoys me most and should annoy you too so that's it for me i appreciate you listening as always feel free to uh, share with friends and family I don't do any commercials. I don't swear, swear on my uh, podcasts. And so it's always, you can always listen with kids around or whatever. Um, so that's it for me. I appreciate you uh, lending an ear. See you again next week. Thank you.